On tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen, we have something that's going to make you sick. everyone to another episode of the four stars podcast i'm your host hudson forster and we have the alabama women's rowing team on here crimson tie you know the vibes division one ncaa i mean these girls mean it you know they're a, a wide range of of skill you know we've got coxes on here and we have rowers on here uh these girls not only are student athletes but they emphasize the student in this sport um being big 12 um being big 12 academic all Big 12, whoever you want to call it, they're they're insane. So uh, we got Ella Kemna in here, Emma Schenkenberg, better known as Shank. Not like, you know, don't think about like Shank, like, you know, you hit somebody with or whatever it is. It's, it's you know, it's Shank. And then we got Hannah Bennett. So I'm extremely excited to talk to you all. We got Florida, Milwaukee, and Seattle all in this. We got a lot of, a lot of the whole United States basically in this. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk to you guys today. And uh, yeah. How you feeling? You feeling good? Yeah, yeah. thanks so much for having us. Of course. We're thrilled. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. I got a notification this morning. Alabama Rowing posted the Four Stars podcast on the story. And I was like, wow, this is insane. I don't really get that often for, you know, college teams do that. So I felt really honored that I was fortunate enough to talk to you guys today because I've only heard great things about you from your captain, Ella. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited to get into this. All right. So first of all, Ella, I'm going to start with you. You're the captain of the squad. You're from Jacksonville, Florida. You're like, all right, I want to, I want to roll in college. I don't really know where, but I'm going to figure this out. So, what are your thoughts on your recruitment process? What did you have in mind? Was Alabama your token school? Like, what was the biggest thing for you? Yeah. Um. So there's four. I just wanted four captains on the team right now. Um. Hannah actually is also a captain, so that's really cool. Um. We have uh two two senior captains, and then Hannah and I are the junior captains. Um. Rowing in Florida was amazing. I started out. At- the soccer player um got injured right before high school tryouts and my little sick uh sister actually um two years younger than me had been rowing and was like hey come try this rowing summer camp just like do it with me just like a sister bonding moment and I ended up falling like head over heels in love with it just like the beauty of the sport I mean being out on the water you can't beat it so um that's how I got my start I didn't really think about rowing in college until about my sophomore year. And then I made a switch from the club I originally joined to a more competitive club. Um, I joined First Coast Rowing Club, uh, where we row in the St. John's. And it's just so gorgeous. You get to row with dolphins every day. Um, We're right by Jacksonville University Rowing, um, the rowing boat house there. But anyway, so I moved over there and uh, was under a really amazing coach who kind of brought me up, helped me uh, appear on my 2K and kind of get my name out there in the recruiting world. Um, And then after that whole process, of course, uh, COVID hit senior year, but I was in between um, basically Texas and Alabama um, and two really awesome Southern schools. Of course, Texas is that big, um, big name for rowing right now. Um, and I visited both. And so Texas was my first official and I loved it. I thought, you know, coaching was great. They're super competitive. Their energy is awesome. 
And I knew that Alabama was probably going to be my runner up. So I, or like the next um, most exciting visit. So I moved it all the way up. I moved it like four weeks up um, to go back to back from Texas to Alabama. And um, long story short, I just absolutely fell in love with the culture and the team and the coaches that we have. I mean, the like the student athlete support here is next level. It's incredible. Um, and we have a lot of, I think we have to be grateful for our football team for kind of helping us out with that. But um, yeah, I fell in love with that and committed on my official. So that's, that's kind of my journey to Bama. You committed on your official? Yeah. Yeah. That's... I made the call. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a big step. Wow. Uh, what were your parents saying when, when you made the decision? Did, did they know about it before, or you just called them and say, "Hey, mom and dad, I just committed to Alabama." Yeah, they actually came up. Um, oh. They came up on my official with me. Yeah, they. Um, I mean, my mom. <laughs> my mom. Um, I told her I was like, "Oh, I need to. I need to think about it. You know, give me like, give me a night to sleep on it. I need to." Because I really loved it. I thought I might commit on my official. Like, I thought I might commit then and there. But I was like, hey, I need I need to sleep on this decision. And she was like, you're crazy. Commit now. Like, do it now. What are you waiting for? Um, but, yeah, my parents love it. I mean, it was it was kind of a, a no-brainer for them. Your mom let the intrusive thoughts win. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you. I mean, if you found your home, you found the place that you can call, you know, it's well, now it's not the next four years, but you know what I mean? Like that, that type of environment that you were able to go into and be like, this is, this is it. That's, yeah. you can't, you know, trade that for anything else. So did, did you, did Emma and Hannah, do you guys have that same experience as well? Mine is very different. I would say. From okay. Ella's. Um, so I, when I was like 17, um, grew from like five foot to like five, eight. So I'm a tall coxswain. What the so heck? I, she's taller than both of us. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, you're as tall as me. I'm a coxswain too. So, I mean, you know what I mean? But I yeah. That's like, rower, that's like a rower height for yeah, women's exactly. athletes. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, carry um, on. So, I wasn't planning on rowing at all in college after that. Um, but my high school coach really pushed me to try and see if I wanted to or if I would fit in any women's program. So when I came here, I visited for an academic program they were holding for high schoolers and I went on the launch and I was like, really loved the environment and the coaches, they were like, we'd be really lucky to have you here, which is something I didn't foresee happening. I thought I'd kind of have to like beg and plead to get onto a rowing team, but they were super excited to have me. So that's how I joined. And, and Hannah? Um. I remember my junior year of high school, like the first day we could get emails from coaches. Um, one of the assistant coaches at the time emailed me and I, it was like the first email I'd ever gotten from a coach. And I like from Seattle, I'd never been to the South. I didn't even know Alabama had a rowing program. Like I was so confused. I was like, mom, dad, like guess what school emailed me? They're like, that's funny. Like, haha, Alabama. And I kept talking to the coach because her and I like really enjoyed chatting with each other. We like, she was really good at recruiting and I, really liked everything she had to say about the program and then in 2019 at like youth nationals I met coach PR head coach and the assistant coach at like on the beach at nationals and I just really liked both of them and they offered me to come on an official 
So then fall of my senior year, I came on an official and I loved it. Like hit it off with all the girls, et cetera, et cetera. And then I had two more officials that I went on and I like told coach P I was like, I don't even want to go on my other officials. Like I'm ready to commit. <laughs> and I remember him saying to me, he was like, you have to go explore your options. Like you need to like, if you commit here, then you need to like know that you looked everywhere. And like just his attitude about like explore your options ended up at the best spot for you. Like that honestly sold me on it on like even more. So when the plane landed after my last official, I called him and I was like, all right, I'm back <laughs> and I'm committing. <laughs> You guys, I mean, you weren't kidding about the unique experiences. I mean, I've never heard it before. This is, this is awesome. Um, Well, I mean, I don't really know what else I could say to that. I mean, kind of like what I said to Ella, as as long as you guys found the home that you felt comfortable in, um, you guys were mentioning the fact that uh, obviously Alabama is a huge student athlete school and it's a huge sorority school. Uh, So do you have any on your teammates on on sorority or like, were they able to manage both of them or, or no? I actually There's, haven't talked you know, about that on a podcast yet. I've never talked about like Greek life and like athletics and students and all that stuff like that. So, yeah, it's definitely a different dynamic. Um, you don't hear about it mixing a lot. Um, I think we do have a very unique um, situation. Obviously, we're like the number one Greek life school, I want to say. Um, we have a couple girls that um, are in sororities. Um, I would say, uh, I'm not totally sure how they balance it all, but like kudos to them. Um, I think it's great, but yeah. I'm not a girl, but correct me if I'm wrong. Most girls go into sororities because of the fact that they want to like make like a really good friend group. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, yep. So so you guys already have your team, which is like your built-in friend group already. So mm-hmm. you spend, how many hours? You spend 20 hours a week, like training with one another. So that's, that's a lot of time. Uh, I mean, you're thinking about, two a day practices for what two or three hours a day mm-hmm. um, and then you got like you see each other some of you might live together so you're already having that bond and then the teammates that have this world they're already they're getting a, I mean they must have like a bajillion friends at the school <laughs> I mean geez uh so I mean you guys probably like as, as student athletes you get the the connection with other ath- you know athletics too at the school not just Rowan you get football I mean What's it like? Do you ever see Nick, uh, Coach Nick Sabnaf running around the halls? You want to know something funny? <laughs> I want to say funny. So there is this really high-ranked recruit, the number one recruit in the whole entire country. His name is Kayvon Thibodeau. He went to my high school. And he ended up going to Oregon for football, and now he's in the, the, the New York Giants. Okay, this I was walking around campus. I think I was probably maybe a, I think I was either a freshman or sophomore in high school. And I was walking around, and I honestly, like, I saw there was a lot of coaches that would, you know, weave into the school and walk around the halls. Guess who I saw? <laughs> Mr. Sabin. Good old Sabin. So I was walking around the halls with my backpack on, walking off. I think I was going like the like the out, outside like to sit down and like, do some homework and whatnot. And he's walking throughout the halls with Alabama polo on. And I'm just like, I gave him like a little like nod, like say what's up. And like, to be honest with you, I didn't recognize him. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I don't know how you don't recognize him. He's like the, one of the greatest of all time. But I, 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 I kind of gave him a little head nod. He kind of waved to me and said hello. And then I walked outside and I see all these guys and they're like, dude, there's no believe it. Saban's inside. Saban's inside. Like, oh, the guy back there? Yeah, I just saw him. He said, what's up? And they're like, you're joking. I literally, I literally was talking. I said like, what's up to Nick Saban? And I, it didn't even like, you didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even face me. I was like, I, I think about it now, and I'm like, 
you are so stupid sometimes. But yeah, that was, it was awesome seeing him. I mean, honestly, we were around the same height. So it wasn't that scary. You know I mean? Most coaches are like, you know, crazy. Yeah. But you know, I mean, this, he was, he seemed like a really interesting guy and a really good person. So I've seen a lot of his videos that he's posted about motivation and whatnot. He's just a good coach. You know, he really cares about his team. And um, how does, like, I, I get this, uh, these notifications from your coach. Is it Bianca? Coach mm-hmm. Bianca? Yeah. So she's the recruiting coordinator, right? Yeah. Okay. So were any so is she a new part of the staff or is she still part of a part of it when you guys first joined? She came on last year was her first year. Okay. Oh, she's awesome. We love her. We call her Queen B. She's one of the best. Queen B. She's also she's also alumni. She rode for Alabama back in the day. Wow. That's even cooler. Uh mm-hmm. wow. So I mean you guys get a lot of good stuff. I mean, I see that uh I see that Shanks wearing that nice little Alabama T-shirt. You guys got good gear too. The football, I mean the football. Oh, and you, Hannah, my fault. Got a wrap. Got a wrap. Uh, I even see it because it it didn't show that the lettering on the on the Zoom. But um, also, that is that is awesome. So you guys get the. I mean Alabama. You see their gear. They just. I mean I was watching a video about their football team. I'm guys. I'm a huge college football fan. So please, please. I'm sorry if I talk a lot about it. But I was watching this video. I mean the Crimson Tide really pulled together when it comes to. I mean, Nike is a huge sponsor for you guys, and that must be awesome, too, to kind of get that support. You know, most rowing teams kind of struggle with, like, funding and whatnot, but when, you have, when you're part of that big school, like that big football school, it, 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 it shouldn't be that difficult. I mean, USC helps out with their women's team. So, I mean, you guys, you guys excited that that's kind of where you're at? I mean, most teams are struggling right now. They're just trying to, you know, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. That's good. Uh, so I want to know more about kind of like the, the student part, because you guys are mentioning that you guys are some crazy majors uh, that most of you guys, you know, I don't even know how you do it. Uh, explain to me kind of how you manage this all. Uh, obviously, you have support from from the athletic department, but like, how do you like walk it through a day in the life? Like maybe when you a Cox and day in the life. I never had that before. Cox and day in the life or or Hannah Bennett. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a chemistry major and I'm minoring in computer technology. It's like computer science, but without math. Um <laughs> so I wake up at 5:17. We leave the house at 5:27. So I give myself a bit of time in the morning. 5:17 on the dot. <laughs> yeah. I gotta maximize my sleep, you know. Down to a science. Yeah. Down to a science. By the AM, you just gotta make like maximize. So what so, time? So, so what? So what time do you go to bed at night? Be honest. Don't face uh, me. Don't 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 face oh. me. Hannah's uh, probably got a really good answer. Hannah goes to bed early. She is like the poster so child. Early. It's honestly not great, but if if the clock hits nine p.m. and I'm not done with my homework, I'm going to bed. Like nothing. <laughs> I'm like. Nah, you're built different. Like you're built different. And I'm usually out. What? You're built different. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So, okay, yeah. so you were saying, sorry, my, my, my bad for interrupting. So it's all good. 517, I'm up. 527, I'm out the door. Um, I've got a nice little carpool. And then we're at practice at like 540. And then we row every morning from 6 to 830. And then my lovely carpool drops me off because I have a 9 a.m. class. So I change in the bathroom mm-hmm. in the hall right outside my class, out of my practice clothes. And then I have biochemistry at 9 a.m. And then um, I've got quantitative analysis, which is another like analytical chemistry class. I've mm. got that at noon. And then, well, usually I walk to breakfast between. We have an awesome athlete dining hall. 
then I'll go study for a little bit and then I'll go to my 12 o'clock class. And then if it's a Monday or a Friday, we've got afternoon practice at 3.30 to 5.30. But if it's a Wednesday or a Thursday, then I've got a chemistry lab, which are really cool. I made cocaine the other day. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You, you, you made what the other day? Cocaine. You need to disclaimer that. Uh, what? Roll tied to that. Roll tied. Yeah, roll tied. Hold yeah, on I'm a second. Like, you you just dropped that. like the craziest thing. So <laughs> you made you actually made that? Um yeah, it's like a mid step in the production of lidocaine, which is our final product. So it was just a little intermediate. And the, the school condones this. No. You had to sign you just had, had, a we had to be very careful. And it's not it wasn't an active version. You couldn't actually do anything with it, but I sure hope not. No. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, can you imagine? It was all very safe. Um, no, that's crazy. Okay. Gotta have a really fire practice after that, Hannah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, you guys would be going crazy. Um, all right, so the boat speed would be insane. Um, was- so so what? So, so as you do that, so you're... Okay, I don't even want to get into that. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. But we got... You know, we got high school, middle school people listening to this podcast, so we'll keep it kind of PG for Don't do drugs, kids. Yes. Yeah, no. Don't do drugs. Um, um, and then usually I go to dinner at the athlete dining hall with my friends, and then I'll either go study. We have mm-hmm. like a nice athlete study building with tutors. So I'll usually head over there, and then 8.30, bedtime. Sorry, I just can't get over what you, what you just said. That's crazy. <laughs> um, That's nuts. Ella, Ella, can you agree with me that that's kind of like crazy? That's like, That's crazy. Oh yeah, as a kinesiology major, that yeah. blows my mind. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm out here. My schedule. I mean, most of uh, most of our schedules are going to look pretty similar to Hannah's. Um, but uh, I'm kinesiology, obviously, so my classes are a little more biomechanics, physiology of exercise, anatomy, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, the, the, the normal is, stuff. I guess yeah, the normal stuff. <laughs> I'm not doing any mad scientists. Like things yeah, Bill in, a science in a lab, chat, literally. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm studying, right. studying joints. Yeah, that's that that's that's more like it. So, <laughs> and then we got you know, Mrs. Coxon over here, Mrs. Five Eight Women's Coxon. Uh, <laughs> so, can you you know elaborate on kind of what it, what it entails to be an Alabama Coxon? Kind of you know how you wake up, how you prepare for the day, the whole shebang. Yeah, so it looks a little bit different this year just because we've added on. Uh, former coxswain to our coaching staff mm-hmm. and she's definitely been pushing us to get things in line a little bit more so a lot of the organization of practice in terms of like lights keeping the equipment together checking over the equipment um, a lot of that is on us just because we don't have an equipment manager well we have managers but a lot of that boat stuff is on us and then in terms of practice I would say our goal to have a good practice is for Coach P not to mention the coxswains at all. And if he doesn't mention us once in a practice or say anything to us, that means we're doing it right. So yeah, that's valid. That, that, that's a valid, valid statement right there. Yeah. Um, what's been the most daunting experience you've had thus far in the coxswain career? Um, I would say so freshman year going back to being at NCAAs for the first time. Um, I moved up pretty quickly. I was in the second varsity four all throughout the spring season. And a week and a half before conference, I was moved up into the 2V, which had a lot of fifth year seniors in it. And so that was really intimidating at first, especially, yeah, coming from um, 
not a whole lot of experience racing with those girls. Um, but in the end, they just had so much confidence in me that it took a lot of my anxiety about it away. And we just ended up having such a good relationship that when it got to NCAAs, it was like I had the whole world behind me. Like I felt so confident. That that truly makes me happy for you because you see a lot of cousins go into it and they're like, I just I'm I don't know what to do. Like they're nervous, they're they're scared. But my I mean, I can't I don't really like to give like, you know what I mean, advice because I feel like I'm 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 not like Mary Whipple, right? But I'm still like I, I think I, I you know, I, I consider myself I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm a bad coxswain. I consider myself, you know, a good coxswain. Um and I'm saying that because I, I feel like confident in my in my approach on you know, boat feel and whatnot and everything like that. And one of the things that I always like to tell people is, and what I learned is to be a sponge because you never know what you can, what you can learn. There's so many different things in this world and not even just rumbish, again, the world in general, that people can be content about so many different things and not want to learn or just they're, they're very closed minded and they just, they shut off and they're like, up, oh, I'm good. Thanks. And they, just, they don't really listen. I was mentioning another podcast I had before. I'll listen to a novice cox in nine times out of ten, because you never know what they might be seeing on the launch. They might not. I mean, any any advice, anything, any outside perspective could really be beneficial to to you and your success. And I say that for everybody, even rowers too. Um, I I spent the majority of my high school career honestly off the water because we only had four or five guys on my team. Um, so I was coxing guys on the launch with my coach. I mean, I, I I was I I was basically my coach's wingman, basically. I mean, we were we were super close. He changed my life. He's in the army now. He's actually at um he's stationed at Fort Rucker in in Alabama. You guys know where that no. is? No, I think so. Not at all. I think I might like, know where that is. It's like down south. I think he told me by co- closer to like Florida ish. But yeah, yeah he, so he, he just he enlisted in the army um almost six months ago, and the guy's a tank. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he really instilled in me, like, just never, never be content. And like, I was always super energetic and always wanting for more and more and more. And it was hard with the limited amount of people we had on the team. Um, so your mindset right now, like, what's your mindset for this season? What do you want to accomplish? It doesn't have to be anything grandiose, but just like, what's like a, a simple thing that you guys might be wanting to work on from last year, or just like a new, a new mindset that your coach might've told you and whatnot. I'm always wanting to hear people's ideas. Well. I would say ours is pretty actually similar to that, like wanting more. I think um, Alabama, we, we've had a pretty interesting kind of um, track record of success, I would say, in the past couple of years. Um, our head coach, Coach P, came on, what, like four or five years ago now? Um, so we are freshman year. Um, we were we had an amazing season. Um, of course, COVID was still going on. So we had a lot of adapted training. We had a lot of training and we call them pods or small groups um, throughout the fall and then kind of came out in a blaze that spring and just like took names and went as fast as we could and ended up like winning that bid. Um, that was one of the craziest days of my life, seeing um, a lot of those fifth year seniors who had just like wanted They wanted it so bad. We had never been before and they had their, you know, they had their season, uh, senior season taken away from them. So seeing how badly they wanted it and how excited and how thrilled and how happy they were that we finally got to go was just like revolutionary to me. It just changed the game about how I thought about rowing and how passionate I became about the sport. 
Um, so that was massive getting to go. We placed, I think we placed 12th um, or 13th or something at NCAAs, which is um, in my opinion, and I think probably a lot of other people's opinion, that was really amazing um, for our first show. So. And adding on to what Ella said, we were, I think we got 13th at NCAAs and that season was our first time being ranked period. So we came out hot when we were at NCAAs, we went from unranked in like 2019 to 13th overall. That is worth talking about. <laughs> yeah. That is worth talking about. So your squad is basically making history for the school. Um, Absolutely. Ella, who, I forgot who mentioned it. Who mentioned that Alabama, that you didn't even know Alabama even had a rowing team? Me. Yeah, so you mentioned you didn't even know your school had a team. And here you are, now you guys are ranked, you know, 13th or whatever at NCAA plays. That is... That's big time. Yeah. Um, I'm, thing, oops, sorry. That, no, no, like, first of all, first um, of all, let me just keep this straight. Don't say sorry ever. You're you are the <laughs> you're the one that's being featured. So you're I should be the one listening to you. You know, we <laughs> go back and forth and whatnot. So we took a little bit of an intermission break, as the theater arts people say. And now we are going to talk a little bit more about the growth and the struggles and just everything about from freshman year to now, the, like what have we seen from this team as a collective and individually speaking? I mean, it doesn't have to be a route rolling. It could be by yourself if you want to talk about that, you know, whatever you feel comfortable talking about. But I I love I love hearing growth and progress because you never go wrong with it. Massive, massive growth from freshman year, I would say. Um, I mean, I think I, I was listening to one of your older podcasts and you were you were talking to Miss Rachel Rain from Texas and she was talking about how um her coach kind of encouraged them that after four years, he hopes not only to make them like better rowers and better athletes, but also better people. And I think that's huge, huge as college athletes. That's why we get into this. You know, that's, it's such a unique experience from the normal college student, right? It's waking up at 517 in the morning. It is grinding from 5am to net like 9pm at night. Um, it's, it's not for everyone, you know, and I would say even now as a junior with, you know, like a year and a half left of my college career, I would say I'm so excited to see what kind of person I'm going to be after this. Um, but yeah, so I think freshman year was such a high um, coming off of that was amazing. Um, sophomore year, I think we could probably get into it more, but sophomore year, we had a little different approach to the team and um we didn't get we didn't get back to where we wanted to be. Um, and I always love what Shank has to say about sophomore year because she just hits it right on the uh, the nail on the head. And she she would always say that you know at conference um, you don't want to regret not putting in that one percent of energy every day um, because at that point you know that the work is done the the stage is set and there's no going back. Um, and we got to conference and we still had a really good showing. We uh, placed second at conference, which is amazing. Um, but we didn't quite get over the edge to make it back to NCAAs. Um, but yeah, this year, um, especially as, you know, Hannah and I are team captains and Emma's definitely a huge, huge leader for the Coxons on our team. Um, we're trying to make a change in that culture to get us back to that like grittiness, to get us back into that, that really deep desire for success that we had our freshman year um, to get back to NCAAs. That is our, that's our uh, main objective, I guess you would say, but progression overall, I think 
my biggest tip for people who are wanting to be college athletes or currently are college athletes or high school athletes or whatever is to um, be resourceful with your time and know yourself, like get to know yourself really well. Um, Cause it's really easy to get burnout, even in a sport that you love. It's really easy to get burnout. And um, I guess you could kind of use the, the cup analogy. If you're, you're never filling your cup back up and always pouring it out, um, one day it's going to be empty and you won't have enough to give. So you always have to be watching and making sure that your cup is filled with friends outside of the team and with your own personal hobbies and loves and passions that will keep you, um, keep you grinding and keep you, your eyes on the goal. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ella, I think you should, I mean, kinesiology is fantastic, but I think communications <laughs> and being something fantastic <laughs> I agree. Um, wow, you Thank are, you. I think, I mean, I've yet to meet you in person, but just from hearing you, I think you definitely resemble, you know, a true like leader. You know what I mean? Thank and that's you. Strong because not many people have that ability. I always say you can, you, I mean, for Coxons, Emma can, Emma can probably understand this. Um, you can't teach a coxswain how to be a natural coxswain. You cannot do it. Um, and you can teach him how to, how to steer straight, but you can't teach them how to be a, a you know, a, a natural one. Uh, my college counselor told me when I was writing my essays in college, he said, I'm like, I really want to talk about rowing in my, you know, my personal essay because my passion is that I love it so much. I don't really know what I would do without it. Uh, I have no idea what my life would have been like if I never started it. Um, there's no way I can talk about a personal essay without talking about rowing or somehow getting to that, you know, and he, I'm like, for some reason, I just feel like and I was mentioning the natural cognitive thing to him. And he, he kind of told me like off the record, he goes, Huddy, I think, I think that you've always been a natural coxswain, but you just found growing. Like, That's so special. And yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that to kind of like, you know, I mean, just like whatever it is. I'm, I'm saying it because the people, when you, when you get like recruited or like asked to join a rowing team for the coxswain position, Emma, you'll know it's, it's selective because and that's why there's only, you know, two spots at national team trials or whatever it is, or selection camps, because there's all these rowers and there's a sliver of coxswains. And that's why it's so competitive, because there's not many boats that national team only, you know, one with only one women's eight, you know, one women's cox four, and then the same thing for men. So there's nothing like, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's, it's, it's gritty out there. I mean, that grittiness that you guys have, though, that you're going to get and you're going to aim for and aim towards is is unique to only your team. You guys know each other the best, right? You train with each other every day. You see each other every day. You know what you guys can do. And not many other teams, you know, either have that. Everyone has their own little taste. And that's what makes each college team so, so awesome. So, uh, and you see that team culture is at an all-time high, you'd say? Yeah, I think the team culture this year is something that's super special. I think like these freshmen came in and they're just excited. And that is so awesome because they're such a big freshman class and they all chose to come here because they want to be a part of like making history, which is what we're trying to do every year. And it's super fun because everybody is bought in. Like you can like feel the energy every day at practice that everybody has a united goal and like we'll learn from last year that we're not going to leave anything on the table any day at practice. So it's, it's been really special this year. Yep. You guys mean it. That's for sure. <laughs> Checked off the box. I'm checking it off right now. <laughs> um, 
So Hannah, so you're from Seattle, right? A whole different side of, of the country. Um, yeah. Come down to the South. Um, was it a culture shock a little bit or no? Absolutely. Without a doubt. All of you, all of you would say, about to say that too, or is it just, uh, just Hannah? Um, I would say I, I know Florida is not always considered part of the South, but I would say it's the South. It's the Southeast. Essence yeah. of Southern hospitality yeah. that I was already used to. Good. But. Yeah. Us California people kind of need that a little bit. It's getting a little fake out here. I'm not really liking it so much. Um, <laughs> come, come, to, come and visit us. Come and visit us at Bama. Yeah. I will. I'll, I, I will definitely try to make a trip. I'm, I'm thinking about going down there actually in, towards like the June for like youth nationals area because a lot of the a lot of the kids want me to come down there and whatnot. And I wasn't able to go to Charles this weekend, so I think I'm gonna make a trip and invest. You know, invest and and, and see if yeah. I can do it. Um, so when I do that, I'll let you guys know. Um, got a place but, to um, stay. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said you always have a place to stay. So oh no, I, I I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I I feel like the South is just a super interesting vibe. You know what I mean? It's the food's delicious. I've heard. I never been. Only, I mean, I've been to Florida, but that's the only only state I've been to like in the South considered. Um, so I think I'm gonna have to definitely make a trip and see. I mean, how's the food? I mean, how, you said that the student dining hall is is absolutely insane. It's amazing. So. Uh, for those people listening to the audio recording, you did not just see Emma's face when I mentioned the dining room. <laughs> so, so will you elaborate on that, please? It is the, we have a really special privilege in being athletes because our dining hall is literally out of this world um, with ice cream. And we'll just go and just grab a steak on like- Ice cream? Stay after Hold on a second. Yeah, Shank and I yeah. have been into a nightly steak. Yeah. <laughs> I think also like Bama athletes we get a lot like oh, there's yeah. so much I think that that leads us into like such a good topic of the resources that we have as student athletes here like we have tutors for every class we have our own personal study hall just for athletes we have an incredible dining hall that like we have special nights where you get crab legs and like lava cakes and yeah steak every night um southern food there's this i know it's so unhealthy but there's this um biscuit and gravy casserole that they make and it's to die for it's so good um but that's like definition of southern soul food um and the best but, part is people who work in the dining hall like miss betty oh. she like knows everybody's name and like really <laughs> makes our omelets every morning and he knows everybody's order and they're like how's your day how's your week like it's true southern charm and it's it's so nice it's like it's the little things that really make a difference here can you correct me on this? I, I heard from one of my friends who's from Georgia that there is a Chick-fil-A almost every, like, every corner. Is that true? I think we have, like, four on campus alone. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, <laughs> being, a, for being such a big Jew, I love my Chick-fil-A. It's all my <laughs> so, 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 so I am, like, the, oh, man, that makes me happy. I mean, even on, I think I, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure on Yom Kippur, when to break the fast, I had Chick- I had Chick Fil A. Wait, so, I'll tell you something. Yeah, so yeah I I'm had to. Jewish. You're Jewish too. Shalom. Shabbat shalom. How was your, how was your how was your shalom yet? How was your uh, Sabbath yesterday? Was it good? It was a lovely Sabbath. Yes. Yes. You know, it's so funny. I, I had a, I went on live last night for the head of the Charles, and I one of the, one of my buddies. You don't really see a lot of Jews that are like you know over like you know even like I mean there's a couple of them but like not really over six foot five. This dude was six foot four, 130 pounds. He's now six seven, two fifteen. He's going to Princeton next year, and he's what? Like, he Jews, I know. Yeah, he's 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 from uh, 
from Illinois, from uh, New Trier. Wow. So, yeah, so it's it's honestly, and they just shout out to them, by the way, they got fifth at uh, head of the trials in the, in the in the men's eight. So shout out to them. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it looked good. Insane. It did look good. We were watching. Yeah. So, so any, so why did you guys not like, you know, decide to go to Charles? Was it just like a unanimous decision with the whole team or, or what was like the the mindset behind that? I think the coaches like to prioritize the number of people we can have raised. So in the fall, we go to the head of the Oklahoma and we bring 25 girls mm-hmm. because it's a lot cheaper to travel to head of the Oklahoma <laughs> than it is to go to yeah. head of the girls. No kidding. Yeah, like a lot of freshmen get racing experience and just more of the team gets to experience fall racing. I agree. It's about for us in fall, it's just about building and coming together as a family. And I think especially with these regatta weekends, it's awesome being able to travel with a freshman for the first time and like enjoy that experience for them. And so we have big regattas here in the fall, too. But I think it makes more sense for us to just travel in larger groups, I guess, when we can. Moves a pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Cobra. Cobra is, you know, what is it? I There's this famous YouTuber um, from Atlanta, Balen Levine. You guys know who that is? You don't know who no. Balen <laughs> Levine? Levine? I don't no? think so. Oh, okay, anyways. he he He's like a super, like, big, like, you know, Cobra Kai karate kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's like he's like a, a crazy, like, a karate kid, like, fan. And he always says, like, uh, Cobras uh, move like a quiver or something like that. What's, what's it called? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so yeah, so when I made the face that I was Jewish, you know, Shankin and Hannah were like, you know, face lit up. Are you both Jewish too? Just me. Oh, just her, she but I'm a excited. big fan of her. Yeah, she, <laughs> the summer and she, she celebrated Shabbat. She wore a yarmulke, you know. She got, she tapped into the culture. Yeah, Go I'm ahead. a big fan. So let me ask you a question. You've ever had brisket before in matzo ball soup? I have it. Really? No, my you can't call yourself a fan of the Jewish people without having some basketball <laughs> suit. I'm working yeah, on that. That, that sure. makes me mad right now. You got to go. I mean, it just I means you haven't just... done my job. No, I, I was going to oh. say you have to do your job. I mean, if they have Chick-fil-A, they better have some Jewish deli in, in Alabama. No, nothing. Oh, gosh. Dang. You'd be That's disappointed. Crazy. That's crazy. Anyways, yeah. You ever get a chance to have some basketball soup at a nice Jewish deli? Take it. Trust me. You'll love it. You'll love it. So long story short, so Alabama is on the rise for everyone listening here. Um, any, I mean, I don't really know per NCAA, like what we can say. I mean, I remember I, when I talked to the USC coach, he told me, I was told, but I could, you know, ask him what I couldn't ask him. Just kind of, you know, you can't like ask him like questions about the like, recruitment and like certain things. Um, but in terms of, you know, just like typical conversation that you would have with anybody else, what would your like huge selling point be? I mean, you've, you've mentioned a bunch, but like your primary selling point for a high school junior or senior right now that's looking to colleges. I was just talking to one of the recruits last night on a live video. And I mentioned that I was talking to girls today and she was like, that is amazing. Uh, she went down there and had an unofficial with you. I don't think I can say. Oh, wow. That. Yeah. She, I get some of you guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Awesome. So and, any big selling points? I mean, our student athlete enhancement that we kind of talked about, yeah. like the support we get. Um, you talked about the Nike sponsorship. Um, we get just a lot of perks for being a student athlete. I think I heard someone, it was actually, um, I think it was a mom who was with her daughter on an official um, this fall. And she was like, it honestly seems like it's easier to be a student athlete at, Ali- at Alabama than it is to be a normal student because of all of the support that we get. Um, it's just, we're we're so set up for success here. 
Um, so I'd say that's one of them. I think also we like, I mean, there's so many different selling points because obviously I'm biased and I love it here, but um, the fact that we are on the rise and if you come here as a freshman and you are willing to work hard and be really excited, you absolutely like Hannah and Emma, um, we got to go to NCAA as our freshman year. If you are willing to work hard, you will be in an amazing boat and make history. Um, and then I would say the third part is our coaching staff, which is incredible this year. Um, we kind of say it's like a family unit. Coach P is like the ultimate dad. He's amazing. He's very supportive, but he's also like, he has his vision and it is very like strictly set up. Like we are hitting the points. He has his workouts. Um, set up for like the next six months and then um coach Bianca who we talked about earlier um alum she's like the best coolest most rocking big sister ever she's amazing she brings the vibe up so much she's so funny and then um we have two new members um coach Kelly Crace and um coach um Katie Bitts uh they came from I believe Rutgers and Indiana um, Coach Bitts is our former coxswain who is like whipping the coxswains into shape. She's got everyone going in the right, uh, right direction. And then Coach Kelly is just oh, the sweetest. Um, Coach, Bitch, Co- Coach, Coach Bitts is very um, structured. She's really bringing that fire. And then Coach Kelly is really just like the person you can lean on. She's going to get after it every day. Um, but she's really there to, you know, bring the, bring the hype. But yeah. So what you're telling me is that Alabama is top dogs. Yeah, we're set up for success Absolutely. here for sure. Yeah. All right, well, I'll uh, we'll keep that on my on my we'll 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 finish it up with that section of the podcast. So, Mrs. Uh, Shank, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Coach says, "All right, girls, bring the ergs down. We're doing an erg test." What's your go-to song right off the bat? Don't even think about it right now. Three, two, one, go. Miami by Will Smith. That's what I would play if I had to get the vibes up before a test. Miami by Will Smith. Yep. All right. Never heard of that before. I had heard of the song. Oh. I haven't heard of Cox and say that before. Um, yeah. Interesting. And uh, do you guys all like, do you guys ever fight with like the Cox when they make play music in the break room? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. So I used to get slander all the time. Because I played yeah. all the songs that they won. Because we, so again, with us, it was like we had our guys and we had the girls on the team. And oh. we were all erg in the same, like the same time. We never like, it was rare for the guys to erg separately from the women because our team was just so small. Like, it didn't really make any sense. And we were all, we all would row out there together. Like we would all like the men and women would train like, well, not, you know, in mix. They wouldn't really be in mixed boats, but it would be like, you know what I mean? Uh, and honestly, you know, competition was was tough, but when we went out there, the girls wanted their own thing and the guys wanted their own thing. And it was tough to kind of get a little, you know, so we just set it on rock. We were like, all right, let's do rock music and we'll call it there because everyone loves a nice little rock, little rock song. So the girls wanted sometimes pop, the guys wanted rap and then mm-hmm. some girls didn't want to listen to rap. They want to listen to country. And then some girls want to listen to their, <laughs> some girl wanted to listen to like, not Bob, it was, uh, the uh jackson five and i was like we're doing like a 2k oh this isn't i mean i don't know if that's the best <laughs> oh, yeah. thing to get it i mean maybe but i don't know but yeah the guys weren't really sliding with that so they, i mean they kind of had to do their own thing but yeah anyways uh it's good that you guys are supportive over one another not you know like you know individual and indi- it was individualistic you know because you can't you can't be a team what, is it? what does kobe always say there's no there's no i in team or what does he say is that what it is 
I think so. Yeah, no I and team. He said something else, but I can't say on the podcast because I'd probably get banned. But um, <laughs> there was something else he said. There's an ME in that mofo. But yeah. Say it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, but long story short, I, I'm I'm super stoked for you guys this year. Um, I'm excited to watch you guys. Your next race is ahead of the Oklahoma, you said? No, we already raced there. We've got a home oh. race next weekend. A home race. And who was that against? Clemson, Louisville, Miami, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's crazy. I'm talking to the Miami Hurricanes on uh, Monday. Or is it Monday? No, no, next weekend. Next weekend. Uh, right. so, oh, yeah. so they'll be here. Yes, they or, will be. They'll so. be racing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's insane. Um, well, that makes me happy that you guys are, uh, you know, doing great things. Um, any last advice for some high scores? Maybe you were in your in a position as a, as a young student athlete thinking about where to go. We've already, I think I've already asked this, but in, in terms of just like, you know, as an older sister, in a sense. For me, I would say the people are just the most important part. Like, go where it feels like home. Like, where you, like, because these are going to be your best friends forever. And I'm so lucky that I came here and met all the people that are on the team. Good. Well, I'm yeah. sure that, that makes that makes me happy that you're happy because a lot of people out there, they're, they're struggling sometimes. And it's, you guys are super supportive. And I'm sure that culture isn't just on the water, but it's off the water, too. And you guys are there for one another because... Yeah. some teams can be cutthroat and that's not always the best the best vibe so i mean it's good to be gritty but it's not good to always be cutthroat um great well i think that's going to sum it up uh any last things you guys want to talk about before before we, we kind of come to a close because i think we had a fantastic podcast i'm just going to say that right yeah. now anything well, say, yeah, i say road tide road tide all right well you guys heard it here first we got ella kemna emma shankenberg better known as shank and hannah bennett uh, the, tr- the trio from University of Alabama Women's Rowing. Uh, Roll Tide, Crimson Tide, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I can't believe I talked to Nick. I saw Nick Saban at my school. and my- <laughs> I, 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 Again, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, shout out to you guys. You guys are great. Um, I'm, I'm super excited for you guys this year. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Never give up. Keep doing what you're doing. And you know, keep paying it forward because you never know what, what you can do for someone else. So yeah. Roll Tide. See Thank you, guys you so soon. much. Thank Roll you. Tide. Thank you. Roll Tide. <laughs>